It's going to be ugly. There's going to be shit you're going to fuck up. Your team is going to ha- is going to be operating on incomplete info because the thing is, is like, what other option do you have? Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you guys are rocking and rolling um, and doing and taking massive action. Um, I wanted to make a quick vid slash podcast uh, for those of you tuning in uh, on the podcast. Thank you. Um, about imperfect action and certainty. And so um, a lot of you have uh, either recently started, had, you know, had to make a massive pivot in your business um, or you've been paralyzed by fear. And so I wanted to hopefully address some of those concerns because I think they're incredibly common and they're definitely worth addressing. And so I just got off the phone with um, somebody that uh, owns a company that's very affected. They work with chiropractors, um, really no more affected than we are in the, in the gym industry. Um, but uh, doctors in general tend to be a little bit more hesitant, a little bit more analytical, uh, and honestly, just a little slower to react to things. Um, and so I kind of wanted to share with you guys what I shared with him. Um, and so hopefully it will be you know, valuable for you. And the thing is, is that all of us right now have a choice to either take imperfect action or no action at all. But the reality is that you can either take the choice or let your circumstances make the choice for you because the choice is going to be made. And so right now, this is especially speaking, or I'm especially speaking to everyone who uh, likes to be perfect, wants to know exactly it's going to happen at every step, wants it to be perfect. Let me tell you, it's not. It's going to be ugly. There's going to be shit you're going to fuck up. Your team is going to ha- is going to be operating on incomplete info because the thing is, is like, what other option do you have, right? Like you can't wait a week. You can't wait two weeks once you've pressure tested everything and gotten the process flows down. And like, it's not like the thing is, is a lot of you guys had everything's cool. And then the next day you were announced you're not allowed to do business, right? So if that's the kind of pressure and environment we're currently in, you have to let your actions reflect that, Right. Like taking time should reflect an environment where you might have time. You don't have that right now. And so what you have to paint for your team is is basically giving them emotional permission to feel not okay and still act despite that. So when you're talking to your team, like be like, listen, I like right after you explain everything you do, like, like, listen, guys, I know this is not perfect. I know this is not even pretty, but what else we got? right? What other choice do we have right now? And all you'll hear is crickets because no one else has another solution. And you're like, all right, so this is the best plan. Like this is the best, best bad idea I've got. All right. And so when you're looking at a changing environment, what you're trying to do is look at what existing resources and skills do I have as a business at my disposal that I can recalibrate and reset to meet a new market demand, right? This is what businesses do over longer cycles. They call these S-curves where an old product dies over time and then you begin R&D on a new product. In the beginning, it's not making money and all of a sudden it starts taking off and then becomes a mature product. This is a normal cycle that happens in business except we are being forced to do it in a week, right? And do everything, change every system we have because being real, like, yes, most gym owners have to go from being an in-person business to an online business in seven days right? Never having done it. Your team doesn't know how to do remote. 
You don't know how to get Zoom to work. You don't know what the, the communication cadence needs to look like. Your clients don't know how to make that stuff work. What is it going to look like from a scheduling standpoint? How are we going to onboard new people? There's a ton of things that you already unknowingly did or were able to do without as much process in an in-person setting that you're now having to learn. But the thing is, is what's your choice, right? What other chance you got? And so one of the things that I wanted to convey to you in terms of how you how you talk about these changes is certainty. All right. Now, I can't remember the first time I heard this. It's not mine, but it was uh, confidence for bo- is for boys and certainty is for men. And mind you, I understand that we have women on the call. Just reflect everything I say in a female setting. Same thing. All right. We need to reflect certainty in times where you're not certain, because that is what everyone is looking for from you as the leader. Right. And you might not be right. A lot of you guys have probably heard the saying, um, courage isn't acting uh, without fear or acting in the absence of fear, but acting despite fear or taking action despite of how you feel. And this is pretty much what we have to do right now. Right. And so if anything, all I wanted to do with this with this one podcast is leave you with one single thing, which is it's okay for you to fuck up right now. Right. But what's not okay is for you to do nothing. It's okay to take imperfect action. You'll get better. If you've never sold over the phone before, guess what? You're going to learn real fast, right? And guess what? You're going to suck. Why? Because you've never done it before, right? Is your remote uh, fulfillment going to be amazing? No, of course not. Why would it be? You haven't done it before, right? But that's okay because what other choice do you have? All right, so I just like, if I can just reflect this to you to give yourself a break about not being perfect, but not give yourself a break about not doing anything, all right? Like everyone needs to act. This is affecting all of us immediately right now. And if you're in an area that isn't quarantined, do not be the guy with the dunce hat on who says, well, I'm gonna wait. Sure, you don't like getting a head start. You don't like being prepared. You don't like learning from other people's mistakes. You wanna wait for things to happen to you. Awesome, good for you. I think that humans have this unique advantage we get to look at other human beings and say, I'm going to learn from his mistake. I'm going to learn from his circumstance. And we're a unique situation where history is literally playing out just a couple days, just a couple weeks ahead of time in other areas. So learn from it because don't think it's not going to happen in your area. It will, right? None of us are going to get out of this anytime soon, right? So you've got to adapt. You got to take imperfect action and it has to be massive because you're not going to take a small incremental shift from a shift from a massive external change. Hey, if you're a return listener and you have not rated or reviewed the show, I want you to know that you should feel absolutely terrible about yourself and everything else in the world. I'm kidding. Um, but it would mean the absolute world to me if you guys would go ahead and do that. You don't even have to pause the show. You can keep listening and you can just do it with your thumb right now. It'll take you less than 60 seconds. And like I said, the only way that podcast grows through word of mouth, and this is you joining hands with me and helping as many entrepreneurs as we possibly can because no one is coming to save us. It's just us. All right, so please go do that now and let's get back to the show. All right. So all I want to say is it's okay if you suck. It's okay if the things that you do don't work as nearly as well as you wanted them to give yourself a break. All right. Big picture. If you can eliminate your rent, which you should be able to do now, mind you, I'm not a lawyer. Talk to your legal counsel, blah, 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 blah. Do all that. But I think if I were a betting person, I would bet that there is going to be a lot of credit forgiveness that's going to happen, especially for businesses that were purposely shut down by the government. 
right, were massively affected due to coronavirus. And so most banks have already come out and said that they're forgiving or at least offering forbearance to landlords for mortgages. If your landlord doesn't have to pay his mortgage, you in all likelihood will not get penalized for not paying your rent. I'm saying that you're a grown ass person, you should make your own decisions. But if it were me, I would be conserving cash flow and only focused on one thing, which is acquisition. Okay. The one thing you cannot stop is marketing and sales. Why? Because the moment you stop it is the moment that you have cut off the lifeline of your business. Is a moment that no new customers are going to enter and you're basically begun the ticking clock. Okay. Which is why you need to get uncomfortable, learn a new acquisition process, learn a new fulfillment process of selling over the phone, selling over zoom, fulfilling over zoom, having zoom workouts, having remote check-ins. You got to learn how to do it or it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going like, to, it's like, what other choice do you have? Um, and so I'd be conserving my cash flow. All right, for that, so first thing is I'm going to remove expenses that are not providing value. If your gym is not providing, your physical location is no longer providing value, that would not be my prioritizing of, of where I would spend my cash flow, number one. Number two, it takes, in, in every state, most states especially, it takes 90 days for someone to evict you, okay? Now, if you're a landlord, what do you think the likelihood is that you're going to get a new tenant after that 90 days is over in the economy, economic situation we're going to be in? Probably low. Got to think from their perspective, all right? Would they rather... Give some months of free rent or give some forbearance so that they could potentially keep you on the longer side. Probably. So that's the first thing you're going to do. All right. The next one. And I, I'm just I'm just being real. You have to keep the business alive. All right. So that means that you have to let go of non-essential employees who are not going to provide value in the new setting. And this is what's key. It's not saying you are not valuable as a person that I don't love you. I love you. I absolutely do. You're just like, I love all humans. But in this business, these are the new requirements for how we provide value. If you can no longer provide value in this in this new new vehicle, then there's really no place for you here. Now, that being said, there's economic programs from the government, there's unemployment, there's all these things that these people can um, apply for so that you can keep the business alive. So that hopefully, come 90 days or four months or five months or whatever it is, you will have a business for them to come back to. All right, now, if you've eliminated your fixed overhead with rent, right? And you've cut a lot of the over that was associated with the payroll. Then what do you have left? You should still have a decent amount of recurring revenue that you've built up over this time. Now, even if you lost 30% or 40% from freezes and cancels, that's okay. Quick side note, don't let anyone cancel. They can only freeze. Okay. So if someone's like, Hey, I want to, I want to cancel. Be like, no, no. So we're actually not accepting any cancels. We're just pausing until we're open. Is that fair? Cool. So at least this way, when you do reopen back up, you don't have to go find them and resell them. All right. So just giving you that right now. But if they do pause and they don't want to do it, there's nothing you can do about it. All right. So say you lose 40% and your, your EFT, your recurring revenue is at 15,000, right? And you lose 40%. So you're down six. All right. That means you have 9,000 recurring left. If you have no rent, you only have one person who's assisting you, you may actually be able to make more money. Crazy. Like eight or nine months ago, I pushed. I was like, hey, guys, I think you guys should prepare with a remote, <laughs> I call it hybrid, uh, but a remote fulfillment system, right? Because you're going to be able to prepare and have another way of providing high value, high margin services. There's this beautiful instance right now where we're being encouraged to switch towards a higher profit model, okay? And so we should all take a moment and think about what this means. I know it's change, but just because it's change doesn't mean it's bad. So like, you need to like internalize that. Just because it's change doesn't mean it's bad. Remote is a better business model. It's a higher profit model. It has more scale to it. Uh, there's a number of benefits to it, okay? So at least we didn't get 
like shafted into a worse business model. We actually like we're being gifted a true reason why, a true carte blanche, a permission slip from the world to actually switch to a more profitable model. And it is all we have to do right now is just learn it and be okay and give ourselves permission to suck a little bit in the beginning. You're not going to be perfect. Is it going to be as, as, as clean as your gym? No. Clean being fulfillment, germ joke not included. Um, no, it's not. Of course it's not, but that's okay. Like just give yourself a break, but you just can't do nothing. All right. You just got to take action and you got to get right back on the phone when you have somebody hang up on you because it's the first time you sold over the phone and you got to get right back on the next phone call with a smile, with good energy. Look at yourself in the mirror. Fun trick. If you've never sold over the phone, find something that's reflective. If you can't just turn on your zoom on your computer and just look at your face while you're talking, your tone will change. You will speak better. It's an old school sales trick. All right. Use that if you don't know how to fix your tone. All right. So I know it's a little bit, give you like 16 tiny different nuggets in different directions. And it's because times are chaotic right now. And I know hopefully, um, hopefully for somebody you needed to hear that, but what you cannot do is do nothing because it's not going to fix itself. Superman ain't coming. All right. It's just us. So anyways, lots of love. Hope you guys who are, um, are hanging in there, are hanging in there. Uh, we'll get through this together. Thankfully, we're in an industry that we could actually very easily pivot to remote. All right. There already existed an industry for remote fitness. So like, like, thankfully, be grateful that we have something that we can do that. Switching to remote restaurant, much more difficult. Switching to remote events, doing Zoom events, not necessarily as valuable as an in-person, you know, three-day event. Right. If you're a wedding planner, kind of hard to do Zoom weddings. Right. So be grateful for what we got. All right. So anyways, um, love you all. Hope you guys um, stay positive because if you don't know, it's well. All right, catch you soon.